it's time to expand online. Hi, I'm Jamie Sletsky, and this is the podcast where we break down the tech and strategies that successful hands-on entrepreneurs just like you use to translate their services into online products. There is no fluff. There is no overwhelm. There is no shame. Let's get to it. It's time for you to expand online. Hey there, welcome back to the Expand Online Podcast. This is episode number 102, and I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. Today's episode is on focusing on getting feedback for your online product idea. And I mean your idea, not your product itself. So just like last week, we're going to break down a few of the right and wrong ways to go about it. Again, this is talking about the idea still. We're not putting pen to paper to create anything yet. We are validating the product. But before we get into that, in case you're new here, I just wanted to share a few words about the Expand Online podcast and what I perceive my role with sharing this content is in your online product journey. So the podcast comes out every Wednesday and the content that I put out on here pertains to developing an online revenue stream that is growing from your existing offline, in-person, in-studio business. Most of the examples that I use um, and client stories that I share are related to arts and arts instruction and arts professionals. And most of the content that is put online with my clients and in these examples is online courses, downloadable workbooks, opportunities to do distant teaching over the internet, and of course, selling your creations. Two weeks ago, I released episode 100, and that was a major shift in this podcast. I changed the name from Tech of Business, which is what I do to expand online, which is what you want to do. So I help put the tech together so that your business can have an online revenue stream. What you want to do is expand online to create a new revenue source for either replacement income because you just don't want to be doing as many in-person hours or supplemental income because you've got a really amazing skill and opportunity and you know that if this could just reach more people, you would be able to make that much more impact and more revenue or whatever other reasons you might be motivated into expanding online. Tech of business didn't really speak to you. And I got such amazing feedback from this shift from tech of business to expand online uh, from listeners and uh, other people who uh, follow me on social media. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And most of the time I get feedback through my Instagram DMs. I am a lot of people don't want to leave a public review. They would rather create a relationship with me and reach out to me directly on there. I'm at Tech of Business and feel free to send me a message. Let me know what you're liking, what you'd like to hear on the podcast or whatever else is going on there. My mission on this podcast, I'm going to share that with you and then we will get into soliciting and getting that feedback that you most deeply need and want for your online product. 
So my mission with this podcast and in my business is to help you see what is possible for your business in the online space. And then once you see what's possible, help you figure out, yes, I want to do this and make that possibility a reality. So that's really where I come from. I come from a place of service. I come from a place of loving technology and helping people who don't love technology as much get what they want done. And that takes us to the whole conversation about idea feedback. How do you know that that idea that you came up with that you think will be make an amazing online product will actually be an amazing online product that people are going to want to pay for People are going to want to invite their friends to participate in it, learn it from you, buy from you, whatever it might be, and for you to be able to have that vibrant online revenue stream. So that's where we're at. One of the ways that a lot of my clients come up with the idea for their product is from their clients and customers themselves. So when you kind of take that idea that, you know, someone said, hey, I think you should create a product for this, or I think you should sell this online, or whatever the verbiage that they used is, once you have taken what their idea was, molded over, fine-tuned it, and really came up with what that product was going to look like. The exact right person to take that to is the one who suggested it to you in the first place. And you're not going to say, hey, what do you think? You want to make sure that you are getting constructive, beneficial feedback for that product idea. So what do you think I should price this as? Or do you think that I have included everything that you would hope to in this idea? And when we're talking about this, we're not really necessarily having the whole product idea flushed out, but we know where our audience is at and we know where we want to take them. And at a high level, we understand the steps that we're going to need to take them through that journey and that transformation and that experience. So if you are creating an online course out of something that one of your students suggested and said, hey, you know, I think that this would be a really great idea. I know my aunt who lives over on the other side of the country would love to learn this from you. She has been fascinated by the progress that I have made. What do you think? Should we put this online. Well, that's very viable. So then you go back to the drawing board and you say, okay, so where is this aunt of my students? Okay, they're on the other time zone. They're in a different time zone. So do I want to make this a live program or do I want to make this pre-recorded? And how am I going to service someone who is in another time zone? Am I going to have office hours once a week? Am I going to respond via email? Am I going to host a Facebook group or an online forum? And you can start to build out not just what the product is going to do, but how you're going to support your students or your audience or your customers or your clients as they use this product and we want them to fall in love with it. So once you kind of mull all those things over, you go back to that student and say, hey, what do you think your aunt would do with this? Do you think she would actually be interested in being one of my 
test users or one of my early access users. And what about you? Do you think even though you're in my studio, is this something that you would find value in? So asking concrete questions, not, hey, what do you think? of your existing customers, especially the ones who kind of are on the inside or in the suggestion side of things, is a great way to get really solid feedback about your idea. Another really great way to get solid feedback is to ask people who aren't currently working with you. So maybe they're people who have graduated from whatever program you're doing or have bought your art and have it hanging on their walls, or they are someone, they are maybe the parent of a student. You know, it could even be just someone within the community that you admire. Putting this question to them saying, what do you think? Is this viable? Does this make sense? And when you do that, they're going to give you their honest feedback. They're going to be able to say yes or no, or how about this? Or how about that? Asking for recommendations and suggestions and tweaks to your initial idea will only make it better. So now we've talked to our active clients who are promoting the idea of us doing this. We've talked to our inactive or past clients or people in the community who are potential customers for this product. We've asked them, but we haven't reached out to anybody in the digital space, who knows us online. So that's where we can have a little bit of fun with social media. We can tease these ideas out on our social media channels. I see it so often and I love it where you get partial images and descriptions of ideas in progress and ask, what do you think I'm working on? What do you think this is? Why do you think I'm creating this? And getting people who follow us on social media They are outside of our circle of reference. They are outside of the people we normally work with and reach out to and are connected with. They might have a very different opinion. Another thing that they can offer that people in your community can't is an insight into who may be your competition or who may have a similar product so that you can then look at the other products that are online and available and determine what you can do to differentiate your product idea from that that is already on the market. Now, I'm not saying that feedback is 100% chance of success or failure or that if there are other products on the market that are similar to your product idea that you shouldn't do that. Not at all. What I'm saying is that Creating a product on its own in a vacuum is not the best way to be sure that you're creating something that people want and need. Getting feedback, getting insight, getting suggestions from the general public and the specific public are two really great approaches. We also have not yet talked about pre-selling, which I have talked about numerous times here on the podcast, but pre-selling is different than idea validation. Pre-selling is saying to someone, here, I have a product and I want you to buy it. You're going to get it at a great price. It's not available yet, but I know you're going to love it. Whereas what we're doing right now is making sure that there are people who understand what this product is. 
I used this example just the other day. I was talking about a dance studio who wanted to get the girls in their dance studio to create their buns right. And they found that most of the videos that they see on YouTube are lacking a little bit and they're not quite putting the bun on the head or in the exact style that this particular dance studio wants. So I said, what if they're creating a course that teaches parents and dancers how to create the bun because the parent who is standing behind their daughter is going to create the bun differently than their daughter who is putting it on her own head. There is intrinsic value for the mother and daughter or the father and the daughter to create this bun. And there is definitely a value to the studio because they have no more bun problems. So that is where the validation can come in asking their students if they'd be willing to watch this video, asking the parents if they'd be willing to learn this method, Um, and then asking the public, saying, have you ever watched side-by-side tutorials for how a parent can do the ballet bun and how the daughter can do her own ballet bun? Would that be something of value? Now, then it's a matter of, and as long as the answer is yes, then you know it's a solid idea and you can go to the next phase of flushing out how this is going to be created, how you're going to deliver it, what technology to use and things like that. If you solicit feedback in a way that doesn't actually get you to yes or get you to no, what's the point? We want to make sure that when we're putting our ideas out there to our prospective buyers, that they understand that they're part of the gatekeeping. We want to make sure that they understand that we are asking for their feedback because we value them and that we are asking for their feedback because we already know that this is something we want to create and we want to make sure that we're not creating it for creation's sake. And it's super, super important for me if I'm creating a course or an online product that it actually makes sense in the marketplace. It doesn't really matter what your industry is. If I were to create a course or an online product of some kind that my audience doesn't need, doesn't want, or is scared to implement they are never going to buy it. So getting your idea validated before you get to the point of being so, so invested in it. Another thing I think is really beneficial with this is if you have two ideas and you could go forward with either one of them, you could invest the next three weeks, three months, three years into that, either one of those products, then do a little bit of A-B testing. A-B testing in the truest sense is to go up to person A and say, hey, I've got this online product idea. What do you think? And all the questions that we've been asking. And then go up to someone else and say, hey, I've got this idea and this product and all this related to product B. So you're getting separate feedback on each of the products. And then what happens is you look at the results, you look at how people responded to them, and you'll see which one resonated more. And that's a great way to just keep moving forward. Because if you look at what 
resonated more, then you know that these two ideas were independently validated and verified. You know which one to move forward first. It doesn't mean that the one that you aren't moving forward with right now will never be moved forward. It just means that you were able to put product A and product B side by side and determine which one of them was better first. So that's a little bit about idea validation and idea feedback generation and making sure that your product idea is super, super sound. I would love your feedback on this episode. I did it completely ad lib. So the show notes are nice and short, which basically means join the Facebook community, connect with me on Instagram, and I will be back with you next week. I've got some really fun, quick tips for you that you'll be able to execute no matter where you are in your business. So have a fantastic week. And if you haven't subscribed, Definitely subscribe so you don't miss those tips next week.